0: on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
1: We are back. Jay and DP are out today. They'll be back later this week or the DP's back next week. I'm Jake Sorensen, Eric Strickland, Nate Brennan with me as well. We are live at the Mercado by certified Piedmontese, who also sponsors this show, 84th and Havelock. Again, buy one, get one free today until the end of the show. 6 o'clock. I'm on it. Buy one, get one free on four packs of Steakhouse Blend Burger patties. We just had Nick Saner come in about 20 minutes ago. He grabbed, he bought He bought three, he got three for free. He got it all. So he got like, we said like for 36 bucks, he got 36 patties. I'm How do taking you beat that up? anywhere? You
2: can't beat that anywhere. That's like, for, like those things,
1: for those things, for, for yeah, those. They're fat and juicy too. At, at $1 a patty with $1 that. $1 Oh my.
2: Those I'm about, to, are go huge. Nuts. I'm about I'm to go stealing
3: nuts. one of those packs. I'll be honest, guys. I'm still kind of thrown off that two reputable sites would have completely different numbers for total tackles. Yeah. So if you missed the, Man, the last segment, throwing me we, off.
1: We were doing a giveaway for a Strickland uh, signed card from either his day with the Bucks or with the Mavericks, and we asked Nathan to do some intel, some research, and he saw one site that had that said Luke Reimer had 90 tackles last year, and other people said that ain't right. He had 108. So, we gave the 90, the person who gets 90, the, uh, the the card, and also the one who was correct, 108. Uh, we still haven't heard back. If you, if That's you have a big those gap, though. 9121. 9121,
2: 402 starting, 9121. Yeah, if you
1: end in 9121, Texas, because you got a free card from Strict, hey, from his playing Days. If
2: we don't hear from you, we got to move to the second guy. That's and right. the second guy in line is Tater. Tater would, hey.
1: But we'll, drop five min- we'll give him five minutes. We'll give him we five a minutes. Bit more time. We five hope minutes. All right. Again, we're live at the Mercado, uh, 84th and Halflock, until six. Come on by and get some buy one get one free steakhouse blend burger patty. So, we were talking um, before the uh, the top of the hour here about an expectation, and Strick was was getting heated on this during the break. So, I want to bring this back to the table. But you were saying, Strick, um, if you if you are going to buy and sell, buy or sell, Nebraska. Uh, Rushing for 150 yards against Northwestern if that was the buyers if that's the number 150 yards Nebraska with either quarterback running back combined 150 yards Are you buying or selling that number as a reality in Dublin? 402-464-5685 streak you were heated on this bring that back to the air
2: Listen the reason why I keep saying this and I said this on the block and I and I'm sticking to my guns on this And here's my theory Check my theory on this. Nebraska going into a game with so many uncertainties, so many new pieces, um, just I talked about the Jenga. You just don't know where it's going to pull out and where it's going to fall, right? At the end of the day, this Husker team against an basically an, un, an, an, an maybe on paper overmatched Northwestern team that's not very good, they're having quarterback issues they don't know we don't know no one's heard they've only had one meeting that's right just one just one so at the end of the day you pound them so you go in you beat the brakes off of them you play action them to death you run 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 until they don't want to see run no more and then at the end of the day you're done you beat them up fourth quarter they're tired and that's when you take advantage of them you have their defense on the field all the time, you're not having your defense coming all, uh, uh, staying out there regularly, and you do the same thing to Georgia Southern, and you do the same thing to North Dakota, you beat the brakes off of them in the trenches, and guess what Oklahoma has to do? They have to prepare for the run. If you're pushing 150 on the over, you're pushing up to 200, you've got Yant going nuts, you've got, uh, Anthony Johnson going, is it, did I say that right? Anthony Grant. Anthony Grant. Gosh dang it, I don't know where I did it. Ramir Johnson. Just play fast. Rami- just play Johnson. Fast, right? You got Ramirez Johnson. So you've got these guys having a tremendous day on the run. Oklahoma has to prepare for that. They're looking at it, and then all of a sudden you come back in, and I said it yesterday, you whipple them to death.
3: <laughs>
2: Oklahoma, you just whipple go nuts. Up. You whipple them. That means you can Pickett pick it, and you're going uh, Jordan Addison on them and like uh-huh. crazy unexpectedly.
1: Well, that'd be great. You know, if Nebraska can have that trust with their receivers and and Casey Thompson, if, you know, I I still think uh, I've said this for about, I don't know, eight straight years and it finally happened last year. It didn't matter though, but I I said Nebraska's got to get their tight ends involved more. So Travis Fokalek is certainly in that conversation. Mm -hmm. They did with Austin Allen. He's the first team all Big Ten, but they still went three and nine. So I guess I was wrong in my, uh, my, my proclamation for what needed to happen. I still think it is important, but for for Nebraska, yeah, it, it's something where you, you, in this conference specifically, in this division, you have to run the football. You got to stop the run. You got to run the football. Nebraska's been trying to do any, everything opposite of what works in the division, and Facts. it hasn't gotten them very far. Facts. Yet Facts. Under Scott Frost. Absolutely. So, can you establish the run uh, again? Four six four five six eight five. Are you buying or selling? Nebraska attaining one hundred and fifty yards rushing in the season opener. Against Northwestern in Dublin. Nate? I'm buying. Yeah, I, I'm I'm like, buy. I'm about
2: to buy this meat over here at the McConnell. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to
1: buy just because,
3: uh, like I said, I think by the fourth quarter this game's going to be done. I think you're going to be a lot of ground and pound. I think what's most interesting about this conversation is I think a lot of people misunderstand Mark Whipple and the type of offense that he runs. Everyone always just thinks Mark Whipple is just so pass-happy, and that's the offense he runs. And while he does pass more than he throws, you can look at Pittsburgh's offense. Last year, they were 55% pass, 45% run. And on top of that, the reason that you're passing more than you're running is because you had a Heisman candidate and the best receiver in college football legitimately, like those accolades are, are given to them and they can't be taken away. So this this concept and this idea that Mark Whipple's going to throw it 50 times a game, I think that's a little bit premature. I think they're going to establish the run. I think Northwestern's a good team to establish the run on, especially at a neutral field. So, yeah, I'm going to buy over 150, Strick, and I'll even take you one step further. I'll go over 200.
1: I'm, I'm looking at 200, but I yeah. just wanted
2: to be generous and say 150. <laughs>
1: Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm not going to try to be Debbie Downer here because I think you're right. They, if if Nebraska wins this game, it's not going to be because they chucked it for 400 mm-hmm, yards. I mean, mm-hmm, it's going to be. Right. We saw Yank last year. You know, he's still running today. You know, he he had a 64 yard touchdown run. It was awesome. Adrian ran the ball well. I mean, it wasn't just it wasn't just Jacquez, It was the whole team. I mean, yeah. If Nebraska is going to win like you guys expect by 13 plus points, and, and if Nathan's 38 points come true that is not all on the arm of Casey Thompson mm-hmm. and the legs of you know, receiving of Omar Manning and, right. and and you know Trey Palmer, Trey Palmer and all those guys Destinita. it's going to be a, a good rushing effort and and think about the confidence guys think about this if nebraska does do that if they get you know 150 to 200 yards or more than 200 yards rushing to open the season we already have concerns right now about the offensive line that does not mm-hmm. go away but mm-hmm. the optimism with their potential and ability Skyrockets, saying, "All right, well, they, you know, they they lost Newellie to the suspension. They lost, you know, Cam Jergens to the draft. They have Prohaska banged up at left tackle, but starting Bryce Benhart's kind of overcoming some issues from last year. Uh, Turner Corcoran had some injuries so far. If those guys can mash, I mean, they're huge dudes. Those guys should be able to. You got six ten. You got six nine. You got big, big dudes. They should assert themselves. And if you see that in the opening game." Then boom, it doesn't fix everything, but optimism is very, very real at that point. Very real, as it should be. Yeah. And even I, I like pessimist, would be a little. Yeah, real, well, man. let
3: me let me ask you this, Jake, and we asked uh, all of our blockheads on the block. Me and Strick did four zero two four six four five six eight five. Want you guys to chime in on this one, and I'll ask you, Jake, because I already know what Strick said. What will it take in this game against Northwestern? For you, the pessimist, the fan base in general, maybe not say, okay, this team is back in the literal sense yeah. that, okay, we're Nebraska, we're back, we're going to win 10, 11 games, but for you to just take a deep breath and a little bit of a sigh of relief. What what does the game look like and what does the final score Oof. look like for you to be like, okay, we're going to be fine?
1: Let's say this. Uh, if, if the score that you indicated, you believe 38 to 10 happens, I will be inebriated. Beyond belief <laughs> at the state. I'll be right with you. And strict, I all know you Strick, guys will. All fine. Strict will be you know, clinking glasses <laughs> there, saying, "Let's go. We're back. Let's go." To the finals, the championship. Bring right. it on, Ohio State. Not really, but we can say that. Um, 10-2, I'm drinking Kool Aid
2: at that moment. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying
1: if they if they just cover the spread. Of the, I know they kicked their their butt last year, but I'm am saying like it, it is so much new with the transfers and the coordinator and the assistant coaches. If they win by 14 plus, they cover that spread. They come back with like a 28 14 win or 31 17. I'm feeling good. Like, I'm not going out there after 3 and 9 saying I expect domination. I, Nebraska needs to simply win a game, and if they can win it comfortably by 14 points, then I'm, I'm going to be happy. I'm not going to come back and say, oh, they only won by 14. They lost nine games last year. You take it, man. Party.
2: <laughs> and, and I think so that's the key. I'm
1: 14. going 14. I
2: think that's the key, what you just said. Get the win. You would like to see it on a dominating fashion. You would also like to see something new. Here's what I would like to see new out of the Huskers. Turnovers. Yep. Turnovers. Forced.
1: Forced. Turno- yeah, yeah. We not, see turnovers. see it. It. <laughs> forced turnovers. Forced turnovers. Not our turnovers.
2: That's what We've I would seen like plenty to see of that. new. Yeah. I would like to see them Iowa style. Turning yes. them over like like that, yeah. and then taking advantage of the mistakes. I don't think Nebraska did a good job at that last year. Taking taking advantage of mistakes from the other team, whatever it was, when they find themselves on the on the plus side of the field, and that's whether that be by way of field goal or whether that be by way of putting that ball in the end zone, taking advantage of an Austin Allen and his size in the red zone. Just just whatever it was, it wasn't taken care of, and it wasn't. Handle it in the right manner.
1: Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah, Just imagine, guys. I was saying this morning on the show. Imagine if Nebraska's opening drive. Because so so many times, and this is not a bad thing necessarily, but it, Nebraska has been so dependent for years on the big play, scoring via like a 70-yard run or you know, an Adrian run. Imagine the first – drive against northwestern where you're you're getting third down conversions mm-hmm. you're, you're third and fourth converting with the pass mm. or a good run and then you get to the red zone which has been nebraska's just nemesis, nemesis. for years adrian whatever it was with him just did I was not about to sell. say was it nebraska's or was it more adrian well it, it's combined he takes he's, ball. Part he's, the he's part of it nebraska collectively has been terrible in the red zone yeah they don't I mean they they settled for field goals or they miss the field goals right but if if they go down the first drive Ten play drive, it's like you know second and goal from the seven. They punched it in, man, boom! Number one, we prove we don't need to have a big play to score. Mm-hmm. Number two, we prove we can extend the drive on third down. Number three, we freaking scored in the red zone, a touchdown, like boom! How about a, what kind of start would that be? I I'd, I'd be drinking a bunch of Kool Aid in the States. How
2: would we be doing it? <laughs> what would we be doing, Jake? We'd we'll be clinking
3: glasses, clinking glasses, glasses. <laughs> clinking <and> drink, baby. <laughs> Cool. spiked kool-aid is what we're gonna call it all right <laughs> yeah. l- let me ask you then jake and this is a big discussion too is scott frost has had his fair shit of cri- fair share of criticism rightfully so <laughs> when do we give him then if it is turned around this year if it does look better this year when do we give him credit for that did it too cuz like well, no I'm that's hey that's right there yeah, you're because y- y- Kool-Aid, you man. can't that's have it Kool-Aid. this I'm is what playing. I I'm, that right. was a joke <laughs> this is what I always say to Nick and Rico is you can be critical of Scott Frost all you want, but you can't have it both ways. As much as you're critical, if something good happens and he's still the head coach, he still deserves You've some type credit. of credit for that. Like You, you, you yeah. can't have it one way or the other. You have to have it both ways. So at what point are you giving Scott Frost credit for what he's created?
1: Well, I, I mean, that's why it's difficult when you're a hands-on coach like he has been. Uh, if Nebraska is good this year and the offense clicks and the, everything's smooth, yeah, he's the CEO, but he's not the hands-on guy. So I, I think, I mean, we give him credit because he's the head coach. But I don't know how much he would want to take himself because, like, dude, I, I took a step back and we got better. So, right. it's kind of a double-edged sword. You, you're winning, you're happy, but it's all like that's it really comes to start um, making you question: Are you still a good hands-on coach? So I don't know. I, I think that eight and four, something like that, seven and five, eight and four. You you give him credit for stepping back and realizing right. yeah. that he can't be in that role anymore. But I just wonder again how hard he would take that, seeing the team have success when he has a much much lesser hand in that. If you know what I mean.
2: Interesting. I, I listen. I, I I think it's important. I think it's I think it is credited to him as, and, and I, I would agree with Nate, uh, Jake. <laughs> I don't agree with Nate. It's like, me and Nate box. I don't we, agree with I know. Nate. Hey, what is this? Uh, Come on. Jake. Kool-Aid guy. Um, I am the Kool-Aid so anyway, guy. Kool-Aid um, man. I, I, I agree with Jake in the, in the form that I really think that him being able to see, by whatever means that happened, whether it was from Trev Albers, whether it was from outside, to be able to say, this isn't the homeboy hookup deal. We right. need to get the right people, the right – type of coaches we need to develop these young men to become you know better and we need to establish a culture i said this all last year i said there's one thing tell me one thing you can identify for culture for nebraska i didn't see it i think the defense maybe the bones were coming back yeah that's probably the best thing i could have said i didn't see anything from nebraska for culture that i could have seen from the last group of guys, well, that's in, that's in all the sports. I just didn't see it, and that's what yeah. I want. I would like to see. See,
1: that's why it, that's why last year is tough for me because I mean they didn't get blown out. They they were in all these games. They were they were close. They lost eight of those games by one score. Mm-hmm. The other game, Ohio State was a nine point loss. So all of them by ten points or less. So that's why. Yeah, I don't know about the culture issue. Uh, I get what you're saying, Strick, because they weren't closing it out. But there was just something that was off. They truly were close last year to being respectable and they actually were respectable but there was something missing i don't know if that's culture or what that was but um i don't know if it just changes like that with with the new coaching staff but i'm optimistic those guys will make a difference and yeah. and, and mm-hmm. you know and, and yesterday bill bush was talking with the media the new special teams coach um and he said he was talking about how in the first meeting of the fall with his specialists, his kicker punter returners He was talking about how he emphasized OE, which is doing the ordinary extraordinary. Mm. Fundamentals. Mm. I haven't heard fundamentals mentioned in Nebraska forever, (laughs) even though we talk about it all the time on the radio saying, dude, just do the easy stuff better. Mm. It's just football. You've done it since your middle school, Mm. high school. Like, just why are we doing the, the most crazy stuff? Like, yes, make the ordinary extraordinary. Do that. You do that, you become Iowa, who, again, we don't want to, Iowa's boring, but Iowa doesn't mess up. Iowa does not it beat themselves. Sexy. Wisconsin rarely beats it themselves. It ain't sexy. They do the ordinary, extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Here, here's that's what you got to do. The
3: one but thing you know that that I what they're going to
1: do, though. That's
3: what I meant. Yeah. yeah.
2: You, that, that's what I was, in essence, talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm saying when you show up to a Northwest – I mean, not Northwestern, but you show up to a Iowa game, you know where. It's going to be bland. There ain't going to be no seasoning on that thing. But they're going to, going to beat you. But they're going to, <laughs> and they're going, to, they're going to force you
1: to get that thing up yep. and, and make you make mistakes. Pass rush, great secondary, great linebackers. I mean, yes. The defense is stout, and they have great returners yes. in returning. They're, and they're special and specialists,
2: teams, right? Then you know the same thing with Wisconsin. You know exactly what they're going to do, how they're going to do it, and they come with an identity. Maybe I said that wrong. Identity. There is no identity that I had witnessed, and I'm, that's what I'm hoping to see. I want an established identity again to be able to know when they show up that you know what to expect from a Husker team.
3: I, I think identity is a good word because I, I don't think Nebraska's had an identity for a while, but my only pushback kind of on like the culture, and maybe this is just me coming to defense of Scott Frost because I'm not nearly as critical as a lot of our texters and a lot of you guys too, is... Say what you will from the outside perspective whether it be the media or fans we can say all that we want but we've talked about it strict those guys in the locker room like they're still they competed every single game they mm-hmm. went into that Iowa game it, 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 they had no reason to play they were 3 and 8 for crying out loud you have a red shirt freshman playing quarterback you're beat up you've played an entire season and damn it, that team came out against Iowa and should have won that football game. You can say that about every single game Nebraska played last year. They played against Michigan State, who went to a New Year's Six Bowl. They competed down to the wire. Should have won, won that game. Should have won. Michigan. That made the college football playoff. If it wasn't for a last-second fumble in the last minutes of the game, they should have won that game. So and, say and what that you pass will.
2: Rush pretty good I- too.
3: Exactly. So say yeah. what you will about Scott Frost. I understand the criticism. This is Nebraska, and no way, shape, or form is three and nine acceptable. It never has been. It never will be. But those kids. Day in and day out showed up for Scott Frost. And when Garrett Nelson took the podium just weeks ago at Big Ten Media Day, he came to Scott Frost defense and came by his side. Those kids are bought in. They are behind Scott Frost. So we can say all we want. We can harp on Scott Frost, and I get it. The record speaks for itself. But these kids are still showing out. They, week in and week out, they play for Scott Frost, and I think that's important because especially in college sports, you can speak on this, Strict, There are so many kids that would have thrown in the towel come, what, week seven, week eight, and say, you know what? Yep, we suck. Sure. We could have quit. We're not a bowl team. This is Big Ten football. These are good teams. They didn't. They showed up week in and week out for Scott Frost, and I think there's something to be said for that.
1: Yeah, I mean, Nebraska, like you said, Nate, I mean, they, they, you, you've seen before in Nebraska. I mean, go back to 2017. That's that's a team that quit. That team straight up they quit did. on their staff. Absolutely. I mean, they go, they went to Minnesota. They got buried alive by a very, very, very subpar average team in Minnesota. I can still see their mediocre quarterback, Demry Croft, tearing up Nebraska. You say, who's that? Exactly. Exactly. That's what you <laughs> should say because he never did anything besides that game. I see Iowa – putting up, you know, 42 straight points in Lincoln to end that season. In a 56-14 to 14 win with Noah Fant just still stalking the sidelines and yeah. kicking your, your butt from Omaha. So that team quit. Uh, Completely. And they quit last year. So, yeah. yeah culture, I, I don't know if that's the problem, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how this goes this year. Uh, I,
2: what, I'm rolling with Jeff Downey, though. Jeff Downey on the uh, Facebook stream. Jeff Downey, shout out to you. Thanks for listening in uh defense gets three turnovers this is what he he, he's hoping to see hope hoping to see defense gets three turnovers offense has 150 yards rushing so he's going with the over and 250 yards passing while covering the spread I'm down with that if I see that me and me and and Jake are clink clinking and clink Clink. clinking (laughs) and drinking that's
1: right and we'll bring it back to America too uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll have we'll have more. We are again live at the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese, 84th and half lock. you got about a half hour left to get down here for buy one, get one free on four packs of Steakhouse Blend Burger Patties. More next on Old School on 93.7 The Ticket.
0: Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.